0: Before the time of Helene, son of Deucalion, no such appellation existed, but the country went by the names of the different tribes, in particular of the Pelasgian. It was not till Helene and his sons grew strong in Theotis, and were invited as allies into the other cities, that one by one they gradually acquired from the connection the name of Hellenes, though a long time elapsed before that name could fasten itself upon all. The best proof of this is furnished by Homer. Born long after the Trojan War, he nowhere calls all of them by that name, nor indeed any of them except the followers of Achilles from Theotis, who were the original Hellenes. In his poems, they're called Danaeans, Argives, and Achaeans. He does not even use the term barbarian, probably because the Hellenes had not yet been marked off from the rest of the world by one distinctive appellation. It appears, therefore, that the several Hellenic communities, comprising not only those who first acquired the name city by city as they came to understand each other, but also those who assumed it afterwards as the name of the whole people, were before the Trojan War prevented by their want of strength and the absence of mutual intercourse from displaying any collective action. Indeed, they could not unite for this expedition till they had gained increased familiarity with the sea, and the first person known to us by tradition as having established a navy is Minos. He made himself master of what is now called the Hellenic Sea, and ruled over the Cyclades, into most of which he sent the first colonies, expelling the Carians and appointing his own son's governors. And thus did his best to put down piracy in those waters, a necessary step to secure the revenues for his own use. For in early times, the Hellenes and the barbarians of the coast and islands, as communication by sea became more common, were tempted to turn pirates under the conduct of their most powerful men, the motives being to serve their own cupidity and to support the needy. They would fall upon a town unprotected by walls and consisting of a mere collection of villages, and would plunder it. Indeed, this came to be the main source of their livelihood, no disgrace being yet attached to such an achievement, but even some glory. An illustration of this is furnished by the honour with which some of the inhabitants of the continent still regard a successful marauder, and by the question we find the old poets everywhere representing the people as asking of voyagers, are they pirates? As if those who are asked the question would have no idea of disclaiming the imputation, or their interrogators of reproaching them for it. The same rapine prevailed also by land. And even at the present day, many of Hellas still follow the old fashion. The Ozolian Locrians, for instance, the Etolians, the Acarnanians, and that region of the continent. And the custom of carrying arms is still kept up among these continentals from the old piratical habits. The whole of Hellas used once to carry arms, their habitations being unprotected and their communication with each other unsafe. Indeed, to wear arms was as much part of everyday life with them as with the barbarians. And the fact that the people in these parts of Hellas are still living in the old way points to a time when the same mode of life was once equally common to all. The Athenians were the first to lay aside their weapons, and to adopt an easier and more luxurious mode of life. Indeed, it is only lately that their rich old men left off the luxury of wearing undergarments of linen, and fastening a knot of their hair with a tie of golden grasshoppers, a fashion which spread to their Ionian kindred, And long prevailed among the old men there. On the contrary, a modest style of dressing more in conformity with modern ideas was first adopted by the Spartans, the rich doing their best to assimilate their way of life to that of the common people. They also set the example of contending naked, publicly stripping and anointing themselves with oil in their gymnastic exercises. Formerly, even in the Olympic contests, The athletes who contended wore belts across their middles, and it is but a few years since that the practice ceased. To this day, among some of the barbarians, especially in Asia, when prizes for boxing and wrestling are offered, belts are worn by the combatants.